0: Welcome to Tech-Driven Business brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. In this second episode of a multi-part series, I welcome back Matt Florian of Comerit. Listen in as Matt and I discuss the value of hybrid cloud data warehouse solutions, including how to approach creating one and lessons learned along the way. It's more than about just getting it in place.
1: Hello, Matt. Welcome to Tech-Driven Business. How are you, man?
2: I am doing very well, Most sincere. How are you,
1: sir? Another beautiful day. So, hey, uh, thank you for our first uh, conversation when we started off this whole cloud data warehouse topic. And I'd like to continue our discussion on this topic. Um, and I think one 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 area that I, I feel a lot of um, conversations are happening is hybrid environment. So I thought we should talk about that in today's session and wanted to get your uh, take on that.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a very common conversation that goes on with clients nowadays and trying to figure out what is it that they really want to go do and, and how much risk they want to carry on. And you'll hear hybrid pop up there every time. So I think one of the, the biggest problems they have is what the heck does hybrid mean?
1: Yep. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. And I think uh, uh, this will be really helpful, especially um, with your experience and um, when you look at across the board, doesn't matter what industry you're in, it seems like uh, customers are not ready to make that jump, right? They, they are looking at ways to either extend their environments into a way that they can sustain in the short term and then plan for the long term, right? So this this conversation will be very beneficial.
2: I completely agree. All right, so let's let's start
1: with this. So let, let let's start with a very basic thing. I think I, I would like to have my listeners get an understanding of when we talk about hybrid. Um, what do you really mean? Why and why hybrid? I think those two questions I like to start with.
2: Sure. So so you think of hybrid. Hybrids about taking two two options. That are very similar to each other. They they have overlapping functionality. And saying, I want to, I want the safety and security of what I've been doing, but I want to start dabbling into another way to do it. And you know we see that a lot with SAP customers who have a lot of security inside of being inside of BW, and then maybe they're want to dabble over into cloud computing with with Snowflake. And how do you do that? It's and there's different ways that that it looks at you. know the same thing we said, I like the security of SAC. But maybe I want to use Power BI or Sigma or something like that. And, and balance it out. But don't do, don't extend their risk and just jump and go do it. So you know, SAP customers don't tend to be risk heavy. They like to avert it as much as possible.
1: Absolutely. I think that, and that makes sense, right? And especially when you have uh, big landscapes and you, you want to manage your environments. uh what's the best way to do it, right? So I guess I, I heard two things, right? Uh, and I'm talking about benefits. So it seems like uh, you want to avoid risk as much as possible. At the same time, try out new technology. Um, are there any other benefits uh, uh, that you see from your viewpoint when you take a hybrid approach?
2: So the hybrid, as a benefit to using hybrid, is that the you get to focus on a particular use case that is of value and benefit to you. And I often see customers go down that hybrid because they want to go in and have more flexibility to blend SAP data with other third party data and do it just easier and so they'll go down this hybrid approach because well let's face it bw does a lot of analytics well and you don't break what's really working well for you on the other hand wanting to know your organic growth against other metrics that come from salesforce or other crms or from google analytics that's a whole other dimension and that's hybrid really can help bridge that and be able to answer some questions that SAP doesn't answer easily.
1: Absolutely. And I think uh, so you use the SAP reference over here, right? So I, I guess I, I will come from that angle now. So I'm an SAP customer, you know, why would I want to think about a hybrid solution? And I, I believe you kind of dabbled into the answer, but like give, give some, some uh, examples that you can think of. Um, where an SAP customer would like to go the route of hybrid.
2: So a couple of immediate use cases where hybrid can come into play and really help out is let's go with archiving and being Mm -hmm. able to look at archive data along with live data. Archiving into a cloud database is one option for archiving either a system that you've migrated off and you did a, a brownfield implementation. So you have historical data sitting in one place and all your new data building up in another, in like SP, you know, S4 for HANA sitting over here, and you wanna bring that together. Well, hybrid's a good option for bringing and looking at historical data along with your current transactions. So that's, that's one area that you may wanna go and dabble in. Um, another good use case is that you really want to implement machine learning in AI and you want to watch streams of data and you want to train data models for, for machine learning. Well, that's a hybrid approach gives a, just a wide open ecosystem of tools that you can use for machine learning in AI and it would really be beneficial It'd be, again, just easier.
1: For sure. No, I think I, I like I like your examples. I think it kind of puts things in perspective, right? I mean, especially like you said, if things are working, you don't want to break it. At the same time, how can I bring in new ideas, new technology, or new approaches to make my environment easier to maintain and maybe more future proof as far as where I want to go in the in the in the long run, right? Right. Absolutely. That's, that's great. So I think let's, let's, let's talk about, um, you know, when we are on that journey, especially uh, folks who are maybe just starting or, or like to go this direction, uh, when we look at from a good practices point of view, right, um, do you have any, any, any suggestions, any ideas as far as timelines for keeping the hybrid environment?
2: For... For keeping or building, is, you know, what does it take to do? Is that, what you, is that what you're thinking? So I'm thinking two ways, right? One is uh, a lot of times uh, uh,
1: the question come up, right? If I want to go the hybrid route, what is the best way to do it? Like, you know, do I oh. have a strategy, right? You know, the yeah. timeline strategy is like I'm going to sunset this system in a certain time frame versus, you know, um, going Maybe a, a one-shot approach, right? I'm going to shut down this existing environment and then move completely into into cloud. But I, I feel like hybrid is becoming a lot more common practice these days. So, what would be a, a good, you know, timeline as far as uh, a, a use case that you make we can apply in this situation?
2: Sure. So so we'll go back to that that you know, migrating to, s for Hana as an example. The, if you if you're going to migrate to Esperhana and and you are going to go with a brownfield or even greenfield strategy on migrating over to that from a, you, a homegrown point of sale system to you, different ERP coming in, whatever whatever it is, that's a great time to go and make that decision of I'm gonna do this hybrid and start the work even before your migration for it, your S4 HANA and start bringing that information in and building a common unified model. That's That would be the place to start. A lot of companies begin that work way too late and they're trying to play catch up and they they want to have unified data at day one, but they don't because they didn't put in that, that work early enough to say, how am I going to unify my data? And it it's... There are strategies to do it, but you you need to think it from the very beginning so that you have a a solid strategy to make it happen. The other approach is if you're, let's say you're gonna incrementally go and build out your your hybrid. In that case, you start with a a very high impact use case, something that a lot of people would go and jump on and wanna use. And, you know, oftentimes it's going to be directly related to sales. Is it something that's driving top line growth and, and wanting to tie that to other third party, you start, start with a, a very foundational use case that you can build from and then build the processes out around that. That just builds, it just naturally grows from there.
1: Uh, For sure, for sure. I think, and that kind of, uh, you kind of touched upon two topics over here. And I like to jump a little bit deeper into this one uh, idea that you just shared. Like, when I'm going the hybrid route, right, you know, um, what should be the focus uh, from an implementation perspective? Like, you know, when when you're going the hybrid approach, uh, what are some of the things that you should keep in mind?
2: Well, you should keep in mind first what your what your point of reference is going to be in that hybrid. It's and by point of reference, I mean you have to have the the hybrid system needs to have something to anchor itself to. Um, for instance, if you're going in and you're going to build out again, I'm going to go back to the the SAP. If you're building S four HANA out, your point of reference is that S four HANA model, and then blending processes into that S4 model, the S4 HANA model, so that they come. So S4 becomes that anchor and then it's, then you're building out a hybrid model that is SAP plus Salesforce, SAP plus HubSpot, plus Google Analytics, plus legacy. It's, but that's your foundation. If you can keep yourself focused on a foundation topic, then you'll be successful. If you go in without that focus, then that the lack of clarity creates, that easily will create chaos in your hybrid. And then you'll have a high risk of your perception of failure because it didn't answer the set of questions.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's an interesting uh, insight um, what you just shared, because I think it seems like In order for you to keep your um, hybrid environment like um, i'm looking at how to be successful in this in in this approach right it seems like if you anchor yourself with a certain system as a starting point it allows you or or it gives you the flexibility to build it out versus going it all out and try to do too many things at the same time will will set you up for failure, right? That's how I'm, I'm reading into that.
2: It, it will. And, you know, if you if you build out based upon your process areas of the business and you build out the models from that you, and connect them, then you have a hybrid environment that is able to answer a whole breadth of questions because they're tied. There's a logical story being told by the data. If you don't have that focus, then the data can't tell a story. And you want that data to tell a story. And it, it, all of it has story. And some of that story is from archives, from, from prior implementations, but it has a story to tell. And in order to do that, you have to give it context and focus. And that's why you need to start this way. You need to keep that something to ground it.
1: I think for sure, and I think one of the things, one of the takeaways that I see from this uh, conversation is the fact that uh, a lot of customers may have, depending on the industry, you may have a different set of challenges where you want to use this approach, right? There's certain things that are working in your current environment, you want to keep that as is, but there are other things that you want to bring in multiple data sets, and you take this approach of going to Snowflake using this multiple data set approach, right? But having right. A, an anchor system in the middle, try to leverage that as a starting point, right?
2: Yeah, because you really it's your anchor is, if you think about it another way, your anchor is the, your process. What is your process today? And that is your anchor. The process is supported by a system of some sort, whatever it may be, but the process is the anchor. and. using that as as the point lets you go and have your insights and understanding about what it is that you're attempting to achieve.
1: That kind of takes me to this question, which I always ask as um, um, one key takeaway, right? Um, And today's conversation is, in a way, fairly broad, but I like to keep it controlled and in a way that makes sense for someone who is looking this route. Um, so, what would be the one thing that you would share with them as far as if they are thinking of hybrid or they're already on a journey uh, to hybrid? What are some of the key takeaways that you want them to to lead the session?
2: If you're thinking about going hybrid and working that way, you know, don't it's not going to be just focused on what that that process is, but architecturally from a data perspective. Is that think of that hybrid in the in the approach of creating data products that can answer many questions? Don't try to just answer one. Build an architecture that lets you use that hybrid data as as Lego blocks to build and answer other questions. Because if you if you try to just focus in on answering a question, then you're losing other valuable insights that you can gather by blending more data. That's what your hybrid's gonna do. You're gonna blend data together and you have to architect with intent so that you can answer more questions and have flexibility.
1: Yeah, I like your way of thinking, especially when you are looking at the future state, right? A lot of times folks wanna take a a narrow approach of getting things done, but that may not be the right answer. Right.
2: it's not just about getting it done it's it's about architecting for for the future and for your resiliency and there are many models many approaches methodologies that let you architect for resiliency and and when you go down this path that should be a guiding principle of what that hybrid is built off of is modeled and architected for that resiliency so that you can answer many questions and be more agile in your answering your questions to the business and respond to changing economic and market conditions.
1: Great. Thank you. This, this is really helpful.
0: Thanks for listening to Tech-Driven Business, brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. Matt shared some valuable information on hybrid cloud data warehouse solutions. His main takeaway, focus on a data architecture perspective so your data can tell a story and answer multiple questions. It's not about just getting it done. We would love to hear from you. Continue the conversation by connecting with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Learn more about Innovative Solution Partners and schedule a free consultation by visiting isolutionpartners.com. Never miss a podcast by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Information is in the show notes.